You're listening to the Elvis Ultimate Fan Channel Podcast, the channel that is devoted 100% to the life and career of the biggest selling recording artist of all time, with your host, Steve Francis. Hi, everyone. Welcome once again to Elvis the Ultimate Fan Channel. Today, I'm going to run through what I consider some of the must read Elvis books. Without further ado, let's get started. Elvis, A Celebration by Mike Evans, published on July 1st, 2002. It's a large coffee table style book with over 600 pages of very high quality images. Spanning his whole life, plus a few taken after his death of the Graceland Mansion and fan messages written on the front wall. Available on Amazon at a price of approximately $50. Elvis Presley, Unseen Archives, published January 1st, 2002, by Marie Clayton. Another large format hardback book, consisting of over 380 pages. Again, we have a lot of high-quality pictures covering Elvis's life and a few years beyond. Like the previous book, Elvis' Celebration, included with each photo are details such as date, location and other information. Retails for approximately $25 and again it can be found on Amazon. Elvis Jerry Hopkins. First published in 1971, this paperback is one of the very few Elvis biographies that was published during his lifetime. Jerry Hopkins interviewed many people from Elvis' childhood in Tupelo and his early years in Memphis. It is a valuable piece of Elvis literature, as most of the people interviewed for the book are now deceased, but thankfully we have their take on what it was like growing up with Elvis. A search on the internet should find a second-hand copy. Jerry did a follow-up in 1980 called Elvis the Final Years. Nowhere near as comprehensive as the first book, it's only 250 pages long. It begins in December 1970 with Elvis having a disagreement with Vernon and Priscilla about his spending habits. He leaves Graceland on his own and flies to Washington to meet with President Nixon. It all seems a little hurriedly written and comparing the two books, the 1971 biography is my favourite. I would still recommend reading The Final Years because it completes the story that Jerry set out to tell. Being Elvis, A Lonely Life by Ray Connolly. Published in 2016, this paperback is one of the more recent publications covering Elvis's life. Author Ray Connolly is a British writer best known for his journalism and for writing the screenplays to the films That'll Be the Day and its sequel Stardust, for which he won a Writers Guild of Great Britain Best Screenplay Award. He remembers the first time he heard Heartbreak Hotel in 1956, which led him to become a lifelong Elvis fan. He met Elvis in 1969 in his penthouse suite at the International Hotel in Las Vegas during his first engagement there on his return to live performances. If you'd like to learn more about this book, please listen to the interview I did with Ray that is available on this channel. Elvis in the Twilight of Memory by June Juanico Most Elvis fans will be familiar with this book. June met Elvis after one of his early concerts in Biloxi, Mississippi in 1955. They dated in 1955 and 1956 and June accompanied him and his family when he took three weeks vacation in the summer of 1956, just before his fame completely overtook his life. June shares a lot of memories of her time spent with Elvis. She tells of the hectic touring schedule, brief moments alone with him and her brushes with his manager, Colonel Tom Parker. The book is still available, but you might have to pay quite a substantial amount for a copy. Elvis, Portrait of a Friend by Marty Lacker Patsy Lacker, and Leslie S. Smith. Initially published in June of 1979 as a limited edition of 5,000 copies, I was lucky enough to get one of them 
Marty Lacker began working for Elvis in 1961, though they had known each other casually since high school. He joined a group which became known as the Memphis Mafia as Elvis began work on the movie Kid Galahad. Marty was joint best man along with Joe Esposito at Elvis's marriage to Priscilla in 1967. Marty tells a fascinating story about being part of the group during the movie years when Elvis was making almost three movies per year during the 1960s. Another perspective on these times comes from Marty's wife, Patsy, as she tells about her husband being away so much with Elvis. Also covered in the book is the use of prescription medication by some members of the group and the effects it eventually had on all of their lives. The book was later issued as a paperback. Both hardback and paperback versions are available second-hand. The next book is a must for anyone wanting to learn more about Elvis Presley. It's the Alan and Ash book, Elvis Aaron Presley, Revelations from the Memphis Mafia, as told by Billy Smith, Marty Lacker and Lamar Fike. The book takes the form of conversations between the three members of Elvis's so-called Memphis Mafia about their memories of Elvis, working with him, and the friendship they had with him and each other. Billy Smith is Elvis's first cousin. He was eight years younger than Elvis and grew up with him in Tupelo. Billy's family also went with the Presleys when they moved to Memphis. Billy was with Elvis till the day he died. Revelations from the Memphis Mafia is definitely a must-read for any Elvis fan. At nearly 800 pages, the book is justifiably acclaimed as one of the best-ever books published about Elvis. The next must-read book is also by Alan and Ash and is the extensively researched The Colonel, the extraordinary story of Colonel Tom Parker and Elvis Presley. For anyone wanting to learn more about the man who managed the biggest recording artist in history, then this is the book for you. A meticulously researched biography, this story profiles the man behind Elvis Presley in a compelling new light. Filled with startling material found in never-before-seen documents, including Parker's army records, psychiatric evaluations and police reports. It's widely known now that he was an illegal immigrant from Breda in Holland, but Alana also uncovers previously unknown information about Tom Parker, including a possible motive for why he fled his hometown never to return, and why he didn't allow Elvis to tour outside of the United States. Should you wish to know more about Alana's books, please listen to my interview with her, which is available on this channel. Elvis and More, The Spoils of War, by Todd Slaughter. Todd has been president of the official Elvis Presley fan club of Great Britain since 1967. Todd's passion for Elvis is unquestionable. His achievements for Elvis, for the official Elvis Presley fan club of Great Britain, and its members are remarkable. He met Elvis three times. The final time was just before his final concert in Indianapolis. Elvis presented Todd with a trophy for 10 years service in the fan club, and a TV news film crew was on hand to shoot the event. It's the last professional footage shot of Elvis. The book isn't just about Elvis, but an account of Todd's life and some of the events that came about due to him being fan club president. All in all, it's a great book and I would recommend it. My final choice is actually two books. They are Peter Goralnik's Last Train to Memphis and Careless Love. Without doubt, these two volumes are outstanding when it comes to Elvis biographies. The full title of the first volume, Last Train to Memphis, The Rise of Elvis Presley, tracks the first 24 years of Elvis's life, covering his childhood, the first recordings at Sun Records, and the early RCA hits. These are the years of self-invention, when it seemed that everything Elvis tried succeeded wildly. 
there was scarcely a cloud in sight through this period. The second volume, titled Careless Love, The Unmaking of Elvis Presley, is understandably a more depressing read for Elvis fans, as it chronicles the unravelling of the dream that once shone so brightly. Reading it is like watching a train wreck about to happen. You know what's coming, and you wish you could do something about it, but you can't. The depth of Goralnik's research, based on hundreds of interviews and printed sources, is evident everywhere. As desperately sad as the second volume is, you must read both books to get a true understanding of Elvis Presley and why he died at the tragically young age of 42. Without doubt, these two books, along with the two Alan and Nash ones mentioned earlier, should be read by everyone who is interested in the life and career of Elvis Presley. Let me know what you think of my choices in the comment section below, and also maybe suggest your own must-read Elvis books. Look after yourselves, and I'll see you next time on Elvis the Ultimate Fan Channel.